Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Gray Fox 247 and I'm Kylie. On today's episode, we are talking about loneliness and epidemic. So thank you all for tuning in. Let's go ahead and get this started. How's everything going? It's good. How are you? I'm doing swell. <laughs> so <laughs> we, were, we told everyone that we weren't going to talk about this right away, but we lied. So here we are talking about loneliness. <laughs> hey. Um, which is kind of an interesting subject because you wouldn't think it would be an epidemic due to the fact that we're so connected to one another with phones, the internet, you know, Facebook and all that stuff. So in your opinion, what would, what makes it such a big epidemic now? Mm, I think it's a multitude of a lot of different things. I think loneliness is primarily caused by a disconnect from the self so like a lot of people don't know what they want in the world they don't know what kind of people they're willing to accept in the world what things they're willing to accept in the world um and what that really means Mm -hmm. so i think there's a loss of connection with the self and there's a loss of connection with other people there's a lot of division with people right now like if you consider religion, race, like that's still, those are all still issues that divide people. Um, levels of, of political thinking, all kinds of different things. Job status, career status, money, like all, all kinds of things that you. separate you from another human being. So hmm. I think a lot of it's socially trained as well because we're taught like, oh, you know, like, you don't really have to accept that person because of this thing, or, like, you don't have to, you don't have to, like, believe what they believe, but, like, then it causes, like, this rift, and it's, like, okay, yes, you don't have to believe what they believe, or, like, live how someone else lives, but, like, you do have to respect it to a degree as long as they're not harming anyone or themselves, like. Right. Would you say, though, like, um, do you, do you think, like, with, having phones and like being so distracted with technology of today. Do you think that has any effect on that a little bit? I think it has like anything else, equal and opposite reaction. Mm -hmm. I think it can be a huge connector, but I think it can also be a huge disconnector because I know from personal experience, like, my phone is a lot of times my best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's my access into a lot of things, like, a lot of my hobbies. So, I do get very distracted with it. But, like, if I, like, need to be present in something, I'll be present in something. But, like, I think it's learning that balance. But not a lot of people know how to balance that. I know people who freak out if they don't have their phone next mm-hmm. to them. <laughs> I, so, got, I panic a little bit too myself sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. I think it's more or less the not so much like not having the phone next to them as it is like not having access to a distraction yeah they need to check their Facebook constantly <laughs> get that dopamine right yeah it is actually yeah mm-hmm 
a lot of people find their self-worth in social media too so yeah yeah it's just interesting i actually like i I just went camping out too long ago and like it was kind of nice actually being able to just turn off my phone for a couple of days and and just enjoy nature with some good people you know Mm-hmm. Just kind of because most people can't do that. Like as soon as you lose connection, it's like, oh no, what am I gonna do? And the only thing that kind of sucked for me was that music. Like I, I liked it from I didn't have my music on, so I had to rely on the radio. But like, but then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, Spotify anywhere without connection. Like so you can really go anywhere as long as you have a power cord mm-hmm. and your and a little bit of service. Like <laughs> well, actually, you can go without service with Spotify, so. Yeah, I'm not that cool. I don't have premium. (laughs) (laughs) I should probably get on that, but it was all right, though. Like, I just had my radio, and it was great, you know. Yeah, the point, though, is, like, you, like, they really do make it to where you can go anywhere with your distraction in your pocket. That is true, yeah. I always forget you can do stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not saying that, like, it's not amazing the level of technology that we have and like it's not useful but can it be like in a, an addictive distraction yes oh yeah it's it's dopamine it's it's become like the new i mean like it's all it's like a human nature thing to want dopamine but it's become quite a drug you know with social media you know it's so like think about it. I think about how many people in the world sit up and wake up first thing in the morning, flip on their phone, go through their social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and then they get a like on their post, like, oh hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, like really, it's no different than a heroin waking, like a heroin addict waking up and injecting heroin. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as deadly, but you know. <laughs> oh, in some ways, actually, yes, it is. How so? Because think about it, dude, if you're a social media, like, celebrity in any way, whether you're, like, a movie, TV star, whatever, you do whatever, like, whatever you are. If mm-hmm. you have any social media eye on you, dude, that is, that can actually be a lethal dose of attention because there was actually a YouTuber that just killed himself recently off the Manhattan Bridge because he couldn't take it. He couldn't handle all the comments. He couldn't, and, like, he, I guess, posted an Instagram story stating how he was, like, to, to get views, he was going to, like, shoot himself in the face. Wow. Yeah. And then, I guess, cops ended up showing up at his house, and, like, he was like, oh, no, 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 it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. And then it was, like, a couple weeks later, and he ended up jumping off the bridge. So, okay, so, like, was it... The hateful comments he was getting, or was it lack of comments he was getting? It was hateful comments that he was getting, and then the obsession with getting attention, period. And then if it dropped, he would like have like psychological reactions to it. Wow, mm-hmm. that's actually like a really good example of this subject because, like, he clearly was trying to fill in a void. And then he couldn't get it, so he kills himself. Like, that's crazy. Wow. But, like, that's the thing. Like, it, it really can be lethal. 
Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I guess that's... They're heroin addicts, like... Because your heroin addicts can get away with, with shooting up heroin for quite a while before they end up overdosing and killing themselves. Mm-hmm. Your social media addicts can do the same thing. So, yeah, like, that's that's... That's so crazy to me. Wow, to think about. Um, so yeah, basically, like in the world today, where we you think that we'd be more connected with all this stuff, it, it really is just a void filler, mm-hmm. you know? Because like us humans, like back in the primal days, like being with a group of people, like that usually meant survival. Yeah. You know, because like, you're with your pack of people, you're going out hunting, and they're protecting you, whatever, you know, and then when you're by yourself, it usually equal death, so, like, <clears throat> it's almost like we're at that state, except not as primal, you know, like, we just, it's like, um, well, I think we're now heading into a phase where it's every man for himself kind of thing. yeah. Because what is your pack now? Your pack is like your immediate family. What do you hear people say all the time? They're like, oh, you can talk about me, but you can't talk about my family. What? Yeah, yeah. And then you get like all riled up about it. And like people will actually sit there and fight other people because someone said something about their mom. Mm-hmm, that's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, that's actually a good point. Every man for himself. But then that's why, okay, that's actually a good way to like, uh, one one way to think about it is um that's probably why it's such an epidemic because it is becoming more of like every man for themselves except for immediate family yeah and so everyone's just disconnecting from one another and they just don't care anymore until like if you have shit family though then it's like for real every man for himself so yeah oh yeah that's interesting yeah like because I because it is so weird that it is such an epidemic but like it, it does make sense because you have the phones that are or phones that are just a void filler you have facebook getting your dopamine and then every man for themselves and then if your family just sucks ass then you're you're going to be suffering some some decent loneliness to the point where you're probably depressed all the time mm-hmm. so it does explain why like depression is just skyrocketing and so are suicides like it's like, becoming like it's like a number one killer in just almost everywhere now besides drugs and alcohol. I think it's number three on the list, is it? I cannot remember. Well, number one is heart disease. Okay, number one's heart disease. Yeah. I just know it's climbing up the ladder pretty well now. It depends on which state you live in because I know like where I live, it's it's – pretty high up on the list like people kill themselves here all the time and it's for different reasons and which main reason probably be loneliness in a crazy is the the suicide rate is getting higher in younger people Mm -hmm. it used to be the older generation because like think about it like usually all their kids are grown they're living their own lives or they're you know everybody's separated in different states They've got their own families. You might have lost a spouse or you may not have kids. You may not have any family. And so like that makes a lot of sense for the elderly generation to commit suicide because they're lonely. 
because mm-hmm. um, like really suicide I think is is like uh, the the rock bottom reaction to loneliness yeah yeah because like you feel like you can't go to anybody you feel like you can't trust anybody you feel like you know a lot of people would be better off without you like I mean that's serious that's serious serious loneliness right there mm-hmm it's isolation from other people you feel like you can't relate to anyone no one can relate to you no one understands this no one else feels like this like and it's you you almost set yourself up in a cage like it's like a lot of people have learned to put themselves in their own zoo like think hmm. about it a lot of animals are isolated in in zoo captivity yeah so a lot of people have learned to put themselves in their own zoo. Like you just put yourself in your own cage and lock yourself away. And then that causes like, it like worsens the symptom of, of loneliness. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, Tilda Swan talks a lot about this. She even wrote a book on this, um, which no one's getting paid for this, but I will name drop the book. It's called the uh, the Anatomy of Loneliness, and I'm not mm-hmm. quite finished with it yet. But it is a really interesting read because it, it gets you understanding more about what loneliness really is, and like also teaches you how to like find yourself in a way through loneliness and understand yourself with it, and why you feel that way in general like why you can't why you can't why you don't feel why you feel like you can't relate to people but it's interesting and she'll even like do little challenges for you in the book how do you use loneliness as a tool to grow like how do you personally do that because i do that a lot i'll meditate or just like chill and think you know Meditating, I, I haven't been doing as much lately. I, I should be. But I like to get to know myself a little bit better. And that's what I've been doing the last three years. It's just, like, I'll take time to myself just to, just to teach but myself something. A lot of people don't know how to get to know themselves. So how do you get to know yourself? What does that consist of? Well, it would be meditation, exercise, or simply just hanging out. I guess what I'm asking is, what is the thought process like? Thought process. Yeah. Ooh, that depends on the day. Like, if I'm having a really bad day, and I can't figure out like why I'm reacting so negatively to it, that's when I need to isolate myself a little bit because I need time to just well think about like why why am I reacting that way? Like, what's triggering that? You know like the anger or depression, whatever it may be during that day. Mm-hmm. I'll just kind of meditate on it or like, like sometimes I'll just kind of like take a nap even and let my thoughts just wander in my head. Sometimes I'll dream about it. Hmm. You know, I just like, cause I, I need that moment like to just think about it, be away from people, be away from the distraction. Uh, that's why like exercising is actually really nice for me. Cause like, it really is become my Zen thing. Like I just put my headphones on and I, and I go pretty be productive and yeah, like I'm thinking about my exercising, but it is, a, especially if like I'm running, 
or if I'm on the elliptical or whatever I'm doing cardio wise, like it really gives me time to think. So I'll just have my music on and I'll let my thoughts just kind of roam as I'm doing it. Yeah. And I do a lot of my thinking through just that. Like, and sometimes I, like, depending on like the day, it actually ruins my exercise because, you know, there, there's been a couple of times where I get on depressed thoughts and I'm just like, oh man, I'm struggling today. And then I get really negative in the midst of my workout, which is, you know, but then it kind of goes to show you that, like, that's just something I need to work on, you know, like, well, not necessarily work on, but, like, it, it's one of the things I need to think about is, like, why am I so depressed about whatever's going on that day? And, like, it's messing up my workout, you know, but most of the time it's just like, oh, man, you know, I just, I just thinking about life, you know, work or people around me, family, something, yeah. whatever's bothering me. But other than that, like, I'll, if I'm not at the gym, like, late at night, if I'm having a rough day and, you know, it's the quietest moment, I'll throw on some meditation music. I'll just chill and get in a meditative state and let my thoughts just kind of flow by Mm -hmm. and see what's really wrong or what's making me feel bad, I should say. Not necessarily wrong, just what is triggering those emotions you know yeah and i've really learned how to do that in the last three years it's been nice and i've learned a lot about myself so yeah what about you what do you do um a lot of that but i also like to i like to call this relationshiping yourself because I think a lot of people are so worried about getting in relationships for purposes. Mm-hmm. Not getting into relationships when they're like a healed, healthy, fully functional person. They are getting into relationships as broken people looking for someone to mend them. Mm-hmm. I like to do what I call relationshiping yourself, which is do whatever you would do for a lover a spouse like someone that you just were really freaking into and like ask yourself questions like you're a stranger like like, what do you like to do what's your favorite color what's your blah 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 like if you could do anything in the world what would you do like if you could have the the most bomb-ass career in the planet like what do you think it would be hmm I like to get just to know myself as a stranger. Like, not as someone who's just like, like, I like disconnect from me in a way. And I, I really do. I'll sit there and I'll be like, so who are you? Like, what do you like to do? What's your style? What's your, what are your hobbies? What are your talents? Like, who are you? Okay. So... It's interesting. Yeah. yeah, not a lot of people can do that. <laughs> no, but like that's that's how you would act in a dating relationship or just like a relationship in general. You would get to know them as a stranger first. But like so yeah. many people, just like they just exist in their bodies. They just live in their bodies and their heads and their minds and then the voice that like talks back, which is just them. You know, it's just their consciousness. But like. <laughs> we don't ever try to pop outside of ourselves and be like, yo, who are you really? Like, if I'm a stranger and I want to get to know you, I want to ask you all these questions. I want to really get to like, what are all your secrets? Asking yourself like straight up 
in your head asking yourself what are all your secrets that is like a that's like a big one dude that Mm -hmm. is so weird to sit there and know yourself like you're foreign like you've never met yourself i'll have to try it yeah that'd be interesting (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I guess it's a good way to be like, hey, do I really love myself? Let's find out. Clear your mind. Forget that who you are and just get to know yourself a little bit. And you're like, oh. Exactly. How much do you really know about who you actually it's are? Like, this like, guy's kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, be like wholehearted with yourself. Don't sugarcoat anything. Like, that's the biggest point is don't sugarcoat it you have to start with sitting there like recognizing all of your uglinesses all of your faults all of your like and just be open to it just be like okay Heck, that's so- kind of the moral of a christmas carol mm-hmm. a little bit like not necessarily a loneliness 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 level but like scrooge going back in time like that or and then just seeing what he's done in his past, his present and future, and he realizes that he's not a very good guy, so he changes. Like, truly finds himself, you know? Mm -hmm. That's just what it made me think of. I also thought of, like... um, No, that's a good reference. Huh? That's a good reference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I never thought about that until now, but yeah, it's actually not bad at all, because, like, he was just miserable. And he isolated himself, too. So I guess, yeah, it does relate to this subject pretty well. Just went to work, was a miserable grump, and treated his workers like crap, and then went home and continued to be miserable. Like crap, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, like, ghosts show up and, like, show him who he used to be and what he's become and, like, what's going to be the result after death. Now people really feel out of, like... That's pretty real. <laughs> it's pretty rough, man. Like, oh my goodness, I really love that movie. <laughs> but um, that's so yeah. crazy. Though. What's that? I said that's really crazy, though. Yeah, I never thought about it. Do you know how many people live their lives that way? It's just miserable. So many. And they never sit back and go back into their issues and like look what at what made them that way and like take any responsibility, give responsibility where it's due. Like people are so dishonest with themselves. Like we, we pride ourselves on being honest with other people, but then we're so dishonest with who we are. Mm-hmm. Like with ourselves. Like it's weird. I know so many people who sugarcoat bullshit to themselves. Like it's like actually kind of scary mm-hmm. I've, yeah i've seen that recently actually yeah and it's usually about their relationship too i'm just like oh my goodness oh yeah that's a big one <laughs> yeah on that one like that because that's like that's such a common thing mm-hmm. oh my goodness and it bugs me too and i i i try not to pry in people's business you know but sometimes i just want to yell like, yeah, dude, that's like why, dude, if you're single, that is why I say I preach that stuff to people. Relationship the crap out of yourself. Relationship yourself before you ever sit there and try to relationship anybody else. what I've been doing now. Like, I'm single and, mm-hmm. like, not really looking, you know, unless it's something good. But, like, that's it. 
like in the meantime, I'm just working on me. I'm doing whatever I may, whatever I need to to make to help me out. You know, whether it be the gym or just like just working on future endeavors or or just being alone, just to kind of take the moment to breathe the roses. You know. <laughs> take your time, dude. Well, and everybody's in such a rush to be loved. I think that we don't take the time to love ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, you see that all the time too. Like people getting married within a year sometimes. Sometimes less, dude. Yeah, less than that. That's what my that's what my ex wanted to do. Well, and what what's, messes with my head is it's like, okay, if you're really secure in your relationship, you don't need the ring. You don't need it. Mm-hmm. You might still want it in like some format, but it could be any time. It's not. We have to do it. No hurry for it. Just enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. Get to know each other, man. Like you know, I, I love. That's like my favorite part. It's just like yeah. enjoying the ride. No, no, don't take it too seriously. Like that comes later, man. Like, but that's the thing. What's the difference between a marriage and a serious relationship? Nothing. Mm-hmm. The only difference is, is that people think that with a ring on your finger, you guys are official. This person can't walk away from me so easily. Like, does it just cost more money? Trap. <laughs> it just costs more money, and then, and then sometimes the relationship really does fall apart, and it's not not sometimes. Most of the time, this day and age, it falls apart, and it ends in divorce, and it costs you even more money, and then you come out as a broken human being. Which, okay, to a degree, I am, like, we're not saying marriage is bad, by the way, you guys, we're not saying marriage is bad, it's like, in due time. Yeah, yeah, take your time with it. (laughs) Yeah, like, the, the question is, what is the rush, and like, are you a healthy enough person within, within and of yourself to be doing that? Like to be connecting with someone that way because you don't need to be connecting with someone to fill the void, to fill the loneliness void or to fill the the trauma void or like whatever it is, save you from your situation. Like, so I think a lot of this level of loneliness, because that's actually a level of loneliness too. Being, Being codependent is a level of loneliness. Like, and I actually studied for quite a while now, um, codependency and narcissism, because those are two very common relationships that end up linking up together. Um, And I actually suffered from my own codependency issues, which I'm like now redirecting severely. Um, But it is, it's a level of loneliness to where it's like, I think codependent people have learned not to trust and so they learn to hang on to whatever. Like whatever they can get, they hang on to it. Yeah. That's what I've noticed in other codependent people. And that's what I've noticed when I was like really dealing with it. Um, I'm not so much anymore because I've like sat there and like really, really tough working that one out. Um, 
but yeah the level of loneliness that comes with codependency and actually narcissism both is very extreme but in different ways but also yet at the like the same way because like what it comes from what it comes from is so with, with a codependent it's it's a lack of connectivity and so it's like you are either severely ostracized or and these are this happens a lot with people who've been like pretty severely bullied or abused um throughout their lives whatever so it's, it's usually trauma-based like being codependent is usually trauma-based being narcissistic is actually trauma-based as well so that's that's the link between the two but the trauma is just different like it comes from the same source it comes from from growing up things like that um but narcissisms tend to go inward and codependents seek outward that's the difference hmm that's a good way to put it yeah yeah that's something i've struggled with too a little bit which one because i think we all to a degree like everybody to a degree suffers from narcissism but oh well codependency is a big one for sure like I, I, the more I've like learned about it, the more I lo- I've looked back and realized, like, oh, so that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, it explains a lot of insecurities I've had in the past for sure. And I, I didn't even know what there was a name for it. Just not yeah. until recently, I was like, oh, and I think back and like, oh my goodness, <laughs> it was awful <laughs> of me to do, you know. Dude, when I read all this stuff and like research codependency and narcissism and like the relationship attachment styles, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it kind of sucks. Like when you, you you realize you're part of the problem, you're just like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, beautiful phase. Like realizing that you're a part of the problem is a beautiful phase, and it's a beautiful phase. It is, yeah, well. like it was nice to see that, but then it. it, it obviously it stings a little bit but then when you just realize it and that like it what what's the first stage of fixing a problem is admitting to it <laughs> yeah 12 steps here we go <laughs> yeah like just like that's for anything you know it's not just for drugs or alcohol like it's for anything yeah. you're trying to break a habit you admit you have a problem with whatever and then just work your way to fix it you know mm-hmm. um well, anyway, with all that said, um, we're going to start wrapping up here soon. Um, is there anything you want to add to the conversation before we end this? Um, I think just our challenge. Just our challenge? Okay. Yeah. All right. So the challenge for the week is simple yet difficult. <laughs> for the week, take moments to be by yourself and just get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Turn off your phone, whatever you need to do, or if you want to use your phone for meditation music, feel free. But for the most part, turn off your phone and just take a moment, just to take a few moments to get to know yourself and enjoy the loneliness, bask in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right, but we'll see you all next week. Thank you all for staying tuned in and see you later. Bye.